Welcome, welcome to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day. The freedom to experience him in scripture, the revelation of the Alpha and Omega through Scripture, that freedom to hear His voice, that freedom to follow Him, and that freedom to share Him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart, and that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of Grace, the one self-same Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to him, submit our will to his will, to what he has revealed in Scripture that he desires to do, has done, or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do. And that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Isn't it marvelous? Yep, that moment you believed in your heart that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. The first thing, and by the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Okay, and here we are back at the kitchen table for part four of the series, 50 Things the Holy Spirit Does. Let's look at number nine. This person of Holy Spirit, this Spirit of Jesus Christ, this Spirit of Holiness, this Spirit of God, this Spirit of Grace, His desire is not just to live in us in the new birth, but to fill us. That's right. Let's look at what Paul says. We're going to look at uh, Luke in Acts, Paul in Ephesians, and let's see what's happening here. First of all, in Ephesians 5.18, Paul is saying, look, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. It's not just a one-time event. 
No, God desires, he's penning the words here as Paul was motivated and led by the Holy Spirit to write, to be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Listen, God is a spirit and he wants to stimulate us and to fill us with his spirit. It's not about feelings, even though they come, but it is about the Holy Spirit filling us over and over and over again so that we might constantly be guided by him and stimulated by this person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We can see in Acts, it says, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues in different languages as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out clearly and appropriately. We surrender our tongue to the Holy Spirit. Obviously, we're the one who speaks, but he comes and enables us to proclaim, among other things, the goodness and the greatness of God. It says the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue in appropriate words. Listen, God wants to give us his wisdom so that we, by the Spirit, might speak appropriate words to those that we meet. We read here, uh, that Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then he spoke. That's right. He was filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit. Have you surrendered your daily walk to the Holy Spirit? Yes, we've surrendered to the Lord Jesus as Savior. But what about that daily, intimate, personal relationship that Christ wants once with you and with me through the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit? Do we surrender ourselves daily to the Holy Spirit to fill us and lead us and guide us and control us? Do we? We have not because we ask not. <laughs> when we ask, we will receive. We read that when they had prayed, the place where they were meeting together was shaken. What is that? That's a sign of God's presence. And they were all, not some, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And listen to this now. This is so exciting. All of them began to speak the word of God with boldness and with courage. The Holy Spirit wants to help us to speak boldly about the Lord Jesus Christ and to be courageous in defending our faith. It says here that, that God was with them and, and the Spirit as they spoke the word of God, they spoke it with freedom, a freedom to speak boldly and courageously with the help of the helper, the person of the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of everyone who believes. We read that Ananias left and entered the house and he laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came to Damascus, has sent me that you might regain your sight, and now listen, and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? For the purpose of proclaiming Christ to both Jews and Gentiles. Oh, that we might surrender and ask and ask and receive and receive the infilling 
to overflowing with the person of the Holy Spirit. Not only to bear the fruit in our lives that he desires, not the fruit of our own effort, but the fruit that he desires, and to manifest the gifts that he has given and desires to minister to others in those gifts through us? Completely marvelous. Let's look at number 10 here. He who, the Holy Spirit, he teaches us and he helps us to pray. Romans 8 and Jude 1. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We don't know how to offer prayer as we should, but the Spirit himself, he knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because the Spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. Listen, we need his help if we're going to pray. But it starts with beginning, I am weak and, and I don't really know how to pray as I should or offer prayer as I should. But the Holy Spirit himself in me, he knows. He is well able. The Spirit of Jesus Christ in me is able to lead me and pray in and through me. That's right, the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads on our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. Because he who searches the hearts of men, he knows what the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is, because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in behalf of you, in behalf of me, in behalf of all the saints. How? In what way? According to and in harmony with God's will, God's perfect and acceptable will. We'll conclude today with Jude 20. Oh, I like this. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith, continually progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. That's right. Praying in the Holy Spirit, it builds us up. It comforts us. It encourages us. And it builds us up on our most holy faith. Well, I can see we're out of time here again at the kitchen table. As always, I want to say thank you for being here with me. This was part four of 50 Things the Holy Spirit Does. And before we go, I would like to pray for you right now. Father, I ask in Jesus' name that your good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for, to, in, and through to others, everyone who is listening right now. And I ask, as I say, in Jesus' name, amen. Good day.